come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. It's gonna be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 159 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show today. That we do. If you've been listening, you know what to expect. If you don't, you don't know what to expect. Welcome. And welcome, yeah. Or... How dare you miss the last few episodes? Or welcome. Yeah, just just Um, welcome. (laughs) All right. Well, before we do get into that episode, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. Yes, the parks are still closed. No, we still don't know when they're going to reopen. But you can still get a trip booked through Get Away Today. Absolutely. It's a yay. Whether you are going to be staying away for a little while just to make sure the COVID's all gone or you're wanting to get back to the park as soon as they open, Getaway Today is going to be there for you. Make sure that you have the most magical trip possible. And if you're looking to get a trip booked, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That is MainStreet10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. That's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So you can uh, probably, as of this Friday, visit them in their office yeah, I think in so. South Ogden, Utah. Visit them online at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And uh, last week I said you, the $10... You could use to get some beignets. Now you can just make your own. And then I said something about that they need to release that one. And then they did. They did. They're listening. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are this has happened more than once. Their advice from Word on the Main Street podcast, <laughs> and it has happened more than once. It's quite impressive. So. I'm taking. I'm taking full credit that our show <laughs> is the one influencing what they're doing. All right. So Disney, reach out. Uh, I'll give you my address. You can send the check yeah. uh, to that address. But, um, but Or just donate on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, Patreon. Just send it all into Patreon. Yeah. Just a monthly <laughs> installment. Thing. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that $10 could get you half of a popcorn bucket. There you go. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what popcorn buckets will have. <laughs> what if they're going to have a special COVID-19 <laughs> popcorn bucket? I survived. <laughs> With COVID-19, Mickey. COVID-19, <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Mickey's got a little face mask on. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to start selling face masks like in they the do US in like, parks? The, the Asian parks. Yeah, maybe. Because it seems to be a thing now here. Yeah. United I actually States. pre-ordered another one from all enchanting ears because my large (laughs) size was not quite as large as i would have liked it to be even with like even without my beard i feel like it would be Uh tight so fat head i do my (laughs) face is just fat so i had to get the extra large ordered and i saw that one of my kids will use the large we're pre-ordering 
So that's what I did was the pre-order because they ran out of fabric. I need to do that. I still haven't bought a mask. For shame. I even like excitedly told them I can't decide which yeah. one to get, and then uh, I just never did. Even when this whole COVID thing's over, I might consider wearing one, like, during times of usual sickness. Yeah. Just to make sure that I have some kind of protection. Right. It's not a bad idea. Or when, I don't know if it helps when the air quality here sucks, but... It's got to do something, right? It might help. It doesn't really have a filter, but it's got to do something. Right. All right, well... Maybe we'll see face masks yeah. at Disneyland. Who Booga. knows? Get it done. But if not, go to All Enchanting. What is it? All Enchanting <laughs> Ears. I'm so bad it's at remembering It's an Etsy things. shop. We'll, uh, we'll throw them a little you, shout out. Right yeah. There. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on Instagram um, or their Etsy shop. Yeah. And they don't just do face masks, obviously, they by the ears. name. They do ears, too. I have an awesome pair of Mandalorian ears on a black hat. Oh, yeah, that's Rather right. than just the headband. They did that for you. They did, and it was awesome of them to do that. Nice. I will wear them to the park as soon <laughs> as I can go. Crossing them my fingers. Yeah. You have something planned, though, right? Not this year. We oh, canceled I thought you had a it. Halloween. Oh, you did cancel mm-hmm. it. All right. We never actually booked, but we canceled our plans to go this uh, year. I see. I see. There's always next year. Yeah. We decided that it was... Probably a better use of our funds to prepare against any issues issues with <laughs> either food or water yeah. or anything. Make sure that we're prepared next time something like this happens. It's good. Maybe a lot of people will do that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> this week at the Disneyland Resort, it is closed, and we have no idea when it's going to open. Um, we've heard analysts say, there's one analyst that thinks it won't open until 2021, which I can't imagine. Yeah. That's true. I hope that it's not. Yeah. But I know the governor of California has talked about, and he hasn't said anything for sure, Yeah, but he has talked about the possibility of not allowing large gatherings until 2021, and that would that definitely would fall under the Disney's umbrella. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it sounds like Florida's a little different. Yeah, well, Sounds like they're prepared to open. Florida's governor's probably not as crazy <laughs> as California's. Sorry, California, but your governor's crazy. Womp womp. Um, but yeah, everything's closed. Hopefully we'll get an opening date soon. Hopefully it will open in June. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so if you've booked a trip, hopefully you'll get to go yeah. and enjoy the happiest place on earth. And uh, I know Sean let me know that he's physically hurting from uh, lack of Disney. Physically hurting. So. Well, (laughs) things are soft opening here in Utah as of Friday. So I feel like here in the next week or so, we need to have our man on the main street join us again. Yes. Yes. We're we're COVID free, (laughs) Sean. COVID free. As far as we know. Come join us. Come talk <laughs> Disney. Relieve some of that hurt. I know he's in that... Uh, Bring some smoked foods. That older age range. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Sean, I know you're young. He's he's young and spry still. <laughs> yes. Not quite in that... Uh, what, what do they call it? 
that range. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> well, you're more susceptible. Oh, the uh, immunocompromised yes. range. Yes, sure. That is not what I was thinking. I swear oh, there's that... another term for yeah, it. Yeah, there is. We'll go with that. I don't know. <laughs> I would just say immunocompromised for now. All right. Well, obviously, since the park's closed, there's no hours, there's no events. Nope. And we don't know when the previously closed rides will actually open back up. Or the new lands that were supposed to open. Or the new land. Land. I guess it was just land. (laughs) That we know of. Yeah. Just kidding. Maybe there's plans. (laughs) Who knows? Um, Sometimes things get planned way in advance of when they actually open. Or get announced. I think a lot of things get planned way in advance. Yeah. In that something that R and D department department that you can't see. Right. <laughs> I know what we're talking about today. We had a little uh, planning <laughs> way before it yep. happened. So, um, kind of some foreshadowing I was throwing out there. All right, so let us head on over to Brian's trivia corner, where the trivia is impossible this week. Is impossible. It's at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> And uh, it's wearing a face mask, I think. So let's head on over. Let's get close. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. Alrighty, everybody. It is once again trivia time. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. And I got so many answers this week for trivia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually only got one from our good friend, <laughs> William Schirkenbach. He threw out the answer of boat and ship, and he had no clue. Um, Very good. Admittedly so. So, um, But he was correct that a lot of these boats are, in fact, named after rivers around the world. Um, so I'm. my question was last week, could you name all 14 Jungle Cruise boats and bonus points if you knew which ones were the original seven. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you the original seven first, and then we'll give you the ones that have come since. And that would be the Amazon Belle, the Congo Queen, the Ganges Gal, the Irrawaddy Woman, the Mekong Maiden, the Nile Princess, and the Swanee Lady. Those were all the original boats to the Jungle Cruise. Added has been the Hondo Hattie, the Kissimmee Kate, the Magdalena Maiden, the Orinoco Adventures, the Ukayali Una, the Yangtze Lotus, and the Zambesi Miss. Nice. So nobody got that right. <laughs> I only had one attempt at trying to figure that out, um, but maybe we'll have some better luck with this week's question. And that question is going to be, what was the theme of the 40th anniversary of Disneyland Park? Yay. <laughs> if you think you know the answer or you know the know you know the answer, send that to me. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. And if you want to contact us, of course, Brian just gave his email. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Send me an email. Just please. <laughs> just kidding. Just see uh, him in the <laughs> trivia emails. Just so he gets somebody. Something. Some people have done that. 
some yeah, people yeah. have good good on you guys yeah. for including me um but yes yeah, so you can feel uh, special folks. <laughs> oh yeah uh so you can email us you can give us a call our phone number is 801-923-2455 or you can get on our social media and interact with us there we are on facebook facebook.com slash word on the main street twitter at wot main street instagram at word on the main street and of course tiktok at word on the main street um and then if you want to support the show there's a few ways you can do that of course the first way is just by listening every week sharing the episodes with those that might also enjoy it and subscribing and leaving a review for us um that helps out a lot a lot a lot a lot so if you haven't done that please do so um and then of course if you want to help us out in a money like fashion i think they call that monetary (laughs) yeah but i always say monetary yeah uh, you know, switch it up. Change things. Money-like fashion. I, I can get behind that. <laughs> so if you want to help out in that way, <laughs> money-like or monetary, uh, you can do so by going to shop.spreadshirt.com slash word on the main street, or you can just donate your hard-earned dollars to patreon.com slash word on the main street. Donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you'd like, and it is a monthly donation. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Now we can get into today's episode, the turkey leg, if you will. Woohoo! So let's. Maybe that'll be the next in. recipe they put out. Turkey leg. The turkey leg. Inject your turkey leg with ham flavoring. <laughs> I know they. I think they use salt water. It's like a brine. Yeah. Injection. But anywho, whatever it is, it's delicious. It is delish and shareable. Very true. All right. So we've always talked about these. So I figured I'd talk about this week's episode of the virtual tour of WDI part five. This week, they go into the Walt Disney Imagineering art vault. They said that there's like hundreds of thousands of original artwork for attractions and all that jazz um he first shows you this wall it's got artwork for tokyo and shanghai and animal kingdom and disneyland and whatnot and then he opens a door it's the big map of disneyland oh that's cool uh the original by the black and uh, white one what was his name herb ryman I believe was so. It, his? it was black and white. I think so, yeah. Huge. Seems pretty big. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, that'd be so cool to go in there. But uh, they were talking about how they are digitally, they've got uh, some really high-tech image capturing software that they're taking each piece of art and basically scanning it into That's that. That's cool. Um uh, they just show that they've used that on merchandise. So like on the records that you can buy, it's got the Haunted Mansion uh, poster artwork on there. We've seen those in the parks. That's cool. Uh, puzzles, stuff like that. So 
Yeah, they're going to be busy for a while, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. How They've cool would it be the beginning. to have the job of doing that? Because you get to see all I that would original art. Do that. Like, that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd so be awesome. Cool. All those Mark Davis uh, illustrations. Uh, it'd be so cool. All right, so that's basically that I would recommend watching this week. So I know last week's was very boring. This week is worth a watch. These are only like two minutes long. Yeah. So it's not going to take much of your time. Which is good. And it's awesome. Because, you know, nobody has time right now. <laughs> I am full of time. I know you were being sarcastic. I was. Letting everybody know I'm full of time. So I watch these things. Uh, next... There is a store. I can't remember what state it is. It's in Alabama. Alabama. I'm looking at the article right <laughs> yeah, now. So um, there was a Twitter handle called at Escaped Stitch. And they had posted that uh, they had an interesting find of the day. They said this little, this Holy random little cow. store near where I live has whole 12 packs of Galaxy's Edge drinks for Six ninety nine. So this is a palette. Each palette has twelve. So it's like a twelve pack, but they're the thermal detonators, and they're only seven bucks, which is that's it's a, a steal, steal for what you pay at the park. Yeah, I mean, obviously, buying a twelve pack at the store, you're gonna not gonna spend seven. How much but... did you spend on each of those? Oh. I want to say four bucks. Four dollars each. Maybe more. And you got four to six bucks. I don't know. You got all four of them, or just three of them? I got the all four. Okay. I got the Dasani Sprite, Diet Coke, and Coke. The only pictures I've seen. So from and I might be wrong. Oh, I see that they've got them all. For like half of what you paid, they could get a whole twelve pack. Oh yeah, and I'm sure people are gonna. I know somebody on Twitter that I follow actually drove hours to this I location. I wouldn't do that. And was met with an empty pallet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they might pop up elsewhere. I don't know. Yeah, Nobody knows exactly why it was showing up at this random store in Alabama. But obviously they're not using these drinks right now. Um, it's still weird to me that they would like right be just getting rid of them. <laughs> I wonder if they're just trying to get rid of the stock that they have right now. That's my guess. Just to get rid of what's already bottled, and then once it's gone, they'll start bottling it again once the parks are open. That's my guess, but because eventually that stuff does go bad. Yeah, it's not good. There forever. is an expiration date on sodas. I'd be interested to uh, know what the expiration is on these. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, very. Having uh, thermal detonators pop up at your local grocery store in Alabama. The grocery stores. Keep a close eye. And if we have any listeners in Alabama who happen to find some. Who will find some and want to send some. Feel free. We'd uh, definitely love that. (laughs) I'll pay you double what you paid for your 12-pack. All right. Um, Blab. As I have written. Yeah, what is Blab? Uh, So this is just an acronym for a channel I really like on YouTube. 
And I was watching them. They're doing, uh, they're usually a Disney Park uh-huh. channel on YouTube. Uh, but obviously right now they're not at the parks because the parks are closed. The only people <laughs> at the parks right now are the people breaking in. So they're doing, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Call back to a previous um, episode. So they've just been like doing daily life stuff. Yeah. They live like on the beach. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, they did a little game on there. So this uh, channel is called Best Life and Beyond. I've really enjoyed them. I've been watching them for quite some time now. But they did a little game called Live, Eat, Ride. So they did this for Disneyland. And then they did this for California Adventure. Hmm. So I want to discuss what your live, eat, and ride would be at Disneyland and then at DCA. So you have to pick a place where you would like to live in the park, a place you would like to eat in the park, and a place you would like to ride. And those are your only three places. Ba-bum-ba. So a place you'd like to eat or a thing you'd like to eat? Place. Place, place. you would eat. Okay. And then a if ride. you can only eat at one place while you're in the park. So you can have multiple things at said place. I would imagine, yeah. But you have to pick a... Okay. So and just, then a ride. Yeah. So if you were at Disneyland, can you live living in there... a different ride? Huh? Can you live in a different ride? I, or do I have to live in something that's not a ride? You can live anywhere. Anywhere. Any location. Mm-hmm. I think it's like. I think it's like a building, that you live in. Obviously. Gotcha. Like you can't just say I live in Disneyland. Yes. <laughs> I live in the whole place. Or I, I live can... on Main Street. Yeah. I think you have to be like I live in the Penny Arcade. Why would you do that? I don't know. But I guess there's a lot of food in there. There would be. So, anyway, Disneyland. Where would you live? Where would I live? I already know exactly where I would live. I know exactly where you would probably live, too. Which means I'm going to pick something (laughs) different. Just to be different. I'm going to say Walt's apartment. Nice. Nice. Right there on Main Street. Mm -hmm. See everybody. I, I, you're pro. Where do you think I would? Live? I would say the haunted mansion. Nope. Really? <laughs> yeah. You have to be kidding. I'm not kidding. Where would you live? <laughs> I would 100% live probably at freaking Club 33. Yeah. You got the balcony uh, in New Orleans Square. You can go out there and just look over. Yeah. You know, Rivers of America and the haunted mansion. True. And it's Club 33. Yeah. So, you know. Nice. <laughs> I've like never it. eaten there, so I'm probably not going to yeah, say. I totally guessed that Club wrong. Either. Haunted Mansion was close, though, because I had thought about that. Yeah. But then I'm like, eh, I'll pick that for something else. Yeah. <laughs> so now where would you choose to eat? Where would I eat? Eat. This one is a little harder. There's a lot of good places. There are. That I would like to exclusively eat at. Oh, I would probably... It's hard for me to get out of New Orleans. <laughs> but I'd probably go with Blue Bayou. I love Blue Bayou. I'd, I'd go right above you. To Club 33. To Club 33. 
We're in the same place. It's, we are. You're just visiting for a meal. Yeah. So I'm coming to your place <laughs> to eat. Yes. I'm not going to any of your places yet, but anyway. Now ride. What would your one attraction be? I you all know what I would pick. I know somebody else would pick the same <laughs> thing, so I'm going to be different. <laughs> And this is probably you don't gonna, have to be different. And this is probably going to be a little <laughs> different, a little uh, out there. Probably something people wouldn't think one would pick. But I'm going to say the Disneyland Railroad. That'd be dope, though. Because I can still see you the whole see park. And it's just relaxing. It is. But what's more relaxing to me is riding in a Doom buggy. So I am going to go with the obvious, and my ride would be the Haunted Mansion. Yes. I've really been in love with Splash Mountain lately. Like Splash is a good one. If I turn on Disneyland music, it's Splash Mountain. You have somebody that comments every time you talk about Splash Mountain that drives me absolutely bonkers every time they say oh, something yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I try to just ignore <laughs> it. You know who you are. If I don't they, even think he listens. Well, if he does. But if he does, you know who you are. And I will say you're an imbecile. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Sorry to everybody listening to me, but... But yes, this person's an imbecile. Oh, nice kid, nice kid. He is, he but, is. Uh, but in this yeah. point, he's an imbecile. <laughs> All right, so let's move over to DCA. Oh, man. So if, if you could live anywhere in DCA, where would it be? Oh. <laughs> this is harder for me. It is hard. I am not as emotionally tied to things in dca so it's a lot harder for me to pick things but if i had to pick somewhere to live it would probably be can i pick something in the past sure be it muppet vision (laughs) you'd live in muppet vision yes ah this one's hard it Uh... is it's tough like, where do you pick to live right in DCA? I mean, obviously, you can... I'd imagine you can go walk around, but you live there forever. Yeah. Muppet Vision. And I wouldn't uh, let anybody tear it down or take it away. <laughs> Chain yourself. Yes. To the attraction. Um, Live, huh? I haven't thought about this one He'd as much. You'd go live in Superstar Limo. <laughs> no way. I'd... <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say that, but uh, uh, no, I wouldn't survive. Let's just say yeah, that. I don't blame you. <laughs> anyway, where would you live? Live? Oh, man. I would live in... Oh, man. Probably... I don't know because I don't want to pick the same thing for heat. Um, live. Let's go with Lamplight Lounge. I think Ooh, that'd be awesome. I never even thought of I've that. Got the, uh, Your waterfront. The waterfront, yeah. Nice. And then there's that vault. Then living there, you basically get World of Color tied in with right? that. Right? That's, that's a solid choice. For like bed it. every night, I'll go out on the yeah. uh, porch. On the, my waterfront property. I like it. And uh, enjoy the world of color. 
That's a good choice. <laughs> oh, I yeah. didn't think about that. I should have thought I this didn't either a little more. Just now, but... Maybe I would change mine to the cozy cone. I'll go live in the cozy cone. Cozy cone would be good. Where would you eat at the cozy cone? Where no. would you eat? So my eat as much as I enjoy stuff that flows. Um and I can't say I've ever eaten at Carthay Circle, so I can't really say that. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Um, I just don't know anything about the food at Carthay Circle. Well, I couldn't uh, eat at Club 33 on this thing because I don't know. I don't know. I've never eaten at But Club I'd 33. still eat there because oh, I've I would. seen some stuff. But I wouldn't pick there for my only place I can eat. I've seen things know. there, and I would pick that <laughs> as my only place I could eat. But I know Blue Bayou has really top-notch food too yeah club 33 you basically (laughs) from what i understand you can get pretty much what's on the blue bayou menu and more i think they also have (laughs) the monte cristos at club 33 i'm sure i don't know i've never been there don't know anything about it so (laughs) but somebody wants to get us in yeah but probably something others wouldn't really choose but i am is the boudin bakery um, where they have the sourdough bread bowls and the different soups. Nice. It's like one of my favorite things to get go there and get a bread bowl when I'm in DCA. So I am going to say the bakery. Nice. The Bodine Bakery. Hmm. Is that the same as the Pacific Wharf? Yeah, that, that's it, probably more what it is. I, I don't know what the actual restaurant's called, but it's right there by the bakery tour. Yeah. Do they still do the bakery tour? I think Have so. Have they closed that yet? Pretty sure they do. Okay. That's pretty, good. They, they closed sure. the tortilla place, so. The Mission Tortilla. Yeah. yeah. Free um, tortillas. Yeah, we used to circle through that <laughs> thing, like, nonstop. Teenagers, hungry. Yeah. What better place to go than... Didn't have to pay for the tortillas. tortillas. Warm tortillas. Yeah. Um, I would probably, like I was saying, probably eat a... Carthay Circle. Yeah. It's good. Really good. And I'm have, sure it is. They've got non-alcoholic wine, which oh. people are like grape juice, but I think there's more to it than, than that. But yeah. I don't know. But it was good. There you go. So Nice. I've only had two things there. Uh-huh. And they were both really good. I would just hope I have unlimited funds or I just get to eat whatever I want without yeah. paying. That's... That's how I'm seeing this That's game. That's how I've envisioned the game. Yeah. Otherwise, I would not have picked Club 33. I'll <laughs> I would tell you pick that. Circle. <laughs> but uh, ride. What would you ride? I There's two that I really, really love in DCA. But I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Mic drop. I don't know if that's really a mic drop moment, yeah. but... That's what I'm picking because I love that ride. I could ride it all oh, yeah. day long. Easy. And just be happy. Easy. <laughs> and then the Halloween versions just I haven't seen it so yet. So good. I but... really want to see that. <laughs> um for the sake of being different, I will pick something else. Um but I do want it to be something that I could actually see myself riding all day long. Because as much as I love the Incredicoaster I would get to the point where I would hurl my guts, <laughs> and I don't want that. So I personally would pick Soren over California nice. slash around the world. Nice. 
I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that gets me sometimes. Really? Just because I think it's the way the screen is. When it's like, because it's. So, but but if you were, if that was like your ride and you could, that's like all you could really go on. Uh huh. You're like in the prime seat. That's true. Every time. You're in the top, middle. You don't really see the curving of the screen. Yeah. To me, it ruins it if I'm not in the middle. Because everything's like wonky. You either get the warped screen (laughs) or you get feet dangling from the I wouldn't even mind the feet if the screen was nice. Yeah. But also, if you get too close to the bottom, you get a little bit of warping from the curve at the bottom, too. Yep. So... I think it's just that. I think it messes with me and like yeah, but I I, I could probably ride that one all day and not get motion nice. sick. Nice, nice. I could probably ride in credit coaster all day. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get to the point where you can't. <laughs> Don't say that. It'll come. Don't say that. All right. So that was live, eat, ride. Let us know what your live, eat, rides yeah, are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe I'll know. take a little poll on Instagram there or something. Go. You guys can send in your answers, but uh, I like that game. It's fun. Um, thanks again to Best Life and Beyond YouTube channel for uh, bringing that game into my life. Giving us something to talk about during this coronavirus nonsense. So, All right. Special segment time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for Brian to shift in his chair. Brian's shifting into drive. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I'm doing. I'm going to drag this chair over here for next week. Could be good. Could be comfortable. This one hurts my backside. (laughs) I'm too old. Or I could just find some way to get the uh, microphone over there. Then maybe I'll sit over here and still look at each other's faces. Yeah. Or maybe I'll bring in a padded chair like yours. You can do that too. Bada bing, bada boom. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. All right. If you hear me shifting in my chair. I do that all, just, all the time. It's just me being old. My chair used to like make fart noises. When I you had it like broken in now. But it seems to be pretty quiet in a relative sense to what it used to be. Um, anywho, special segment. If you haven't joined us previous weeks... For the last two, at least. Yeah, I think it is just two. Yeah, we did main tackled Main Street in the first one, yep. and then last week we started Adventureland. Oh yeah. So if you haven't joined us, what we've been doing, like Brian said, we started in Main Street. We're going through the attractions, the rides. We did a hidden gem series where we talked about things you wouldn't notice while you're there. Most more so in lands than yeah. in like attractions. And uh this we're focusing on an attraction and just giving you facts. Some facts and history about attractions. Um not super in depth. Yeah. If you want that, go to Backside, Backside of Water. Backside of Water podcast. They'll hit you up with uh super in depth and uh scripted and it a lot goes into their produced their uh goodness their goodness yeah so go check them out if you want yeah a lot they do like one ride each episode yeah but they their production quality is so high that they actually only do like one episode yeah. a month so don't be surprised when it's not just every week every week like us yeah because we're we don't do a lot of editing yeah. we're off the cuff off the cuff more discussion type 
So what is the ride this week that we will be talking about? That would be the Indiana Jones Adventure, also oh, yeah. known as Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. <laughs> Great ride. Fantastic ride. It used to be the one everybody ran to when oh, yeah. the rope dropped. I mean, I mean, you and I would run right past that and head to the mansion. Yes, but like nobody a, else did. A lot of people... <laughs> It seems like either run to Indiana or Space Mountain. Or Peter Pan. Seem to be or Peter Pan. Those seem to be um, the big three. But, but now Galaxy's those that are Edge. sane go to the Haunted Mansion. That's true. But now it's all Galaxy's Edge. Everybody's there to yeah. go. Yep. Right there. I wonder oh, if that's everybody... affected Indiana Jones at all. People don't even run back there. It's more of a race to get your boarding that's true. group. That's true. And hope that you can even get into the land that day. Touche. When it was just Smuggler's Run, yeah. that's how it was. Because there were no fast passes. Mm-hmm. There were no boarding groups, really. Yep. The only boarding groups they did were to actually get into the land um, at the beginning. Now they don't really do that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Indiana Jones and the Temple so let's uh get down to the facts and then we'll give our own personal comments and uh experiences and memories blah 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 absolutely so the first fact do you want to start either way go for it okay indiana jones adventure was the first new major attraction in adventureland since the tiki room in 1963 so it had been a long time what year did this open it was it was 1995 five yeah oh because this year was the 25th Mm -hmm. dang yeah i got my uh (laughs) indiana jones super pop from funko right before the parks shut down i had somebody that went and was able to be to honest that. i had no idea it was a giant funko you pop. just thought it was a regular right i thought it was a regular <laughs> sized one too until she's like i hope i can get this home you're like, like well, okay and then i realized it was a super pop and i kind of felt bad that i sent her to to get a giant yeah when she's gonna have a baggage <laughs> limit flying back home um but she got it for me a girl that we attend church with she went for a um Kind of like a spring break trip. Nice. She's a college student, so. Nice. She went for a spring break trip with some friends, and she picked that up for me. Nice. Um, But yeah, it had been a long time since Adventureland had seen a new attraction, at least a major attraction. Um, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse went in, I believe, before the Tiki Room, and had been rethemed in between. um, I think it had been rethemed in between Indiana and the tiki room but it could have been after indiana what the swiss family robinson oh, yeah, 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 being yeah. rethemed to tarzan i don't remember did tarzan come out in the later 90s i thought so okay so maybe that, that was after 95 that might have been after 95 so it might have still been swiss family yeah. robinson so nice so yeah um, since 1963 they waited until 95 because adventureland has a lot of like the high tech it seems like like you got the tiki room which was like huge and then you had indiana jones which had a lot of high tech for yeah. the time 
Absolutely. I still think it's pretty impressive tech. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But I think it's still back then. It was like Whoa. unparalleled the way that they. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into some yeah. of that here in a little bit. Uh, so along with Captain EO and Star Tours, Indiana Jones was the result of a partnership between Disney and George Lucas. So this was the third attraction. Yes. Through that partnership. Yep. So pretty cool. And I would say probably even paved the way for Lucas being willing to sell the company to oh, Disney yeah. because he knew how Disney operated. He knew Disney would take care of things. Contrary to what a lot of Star Wars fans feel mm. about the new trilogy, <laughs> I feel like Disney did a pretty dang good job and continues to with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and yeah. any other um, I feel like that's Marvel the best. or Lucasfilm properties. I just they feel have. like they did the best they could. For sure. Absolutely. Like, you can't please everybody, first no. of all. Second, they've got to appeal to a new generation. Yep. Like, you're. The older generation, our parents' generation, who, like, and even ours. Yeah. Because we grew up watching the originals, and then we saw episode one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, I think we even saw the originals in theater. When they did the special yeah. editions. Um, but, yeah. When they first started ruining the original movies. <laughs> so you had people who saw the originals before anything else came yep. out. Then you have a generation of people... Who, what they knew of Star Wars was one, two, and three. Yes. And or then they you probably could e- you could even say the next generation grew up with the original movies, but as the special edition re-releases that's true. in the theaters, which also was the same generation that knew the prequels. Yeah, and then you've got this generation that might not know anything about uh-huh. old Star Wars, and you have to appeal to them with new characters. Um, new story. I, don't know. I just feel like they did the best that they I could. Feel, yeah, they tied in the old with the new quite yeah. well. I thought. So. Last Jedi. Quit whining. Maybe kind of sketchy, <laughs> but everything else I thought was fantastic. The and I still liked Last Jedi. Oh, Last Jedi. Yeah, there were some things I didn't like, but yeah, usually middle movies. The are only thing the best. that I didn't <laughs> like about Last Jedi was the pointless storyline of the horse thing and yeah, it was so stupid Finn and I, the I do hate that. and the horses and all that <laughs> that was really the only thing I didn't like about it it was a pointless storyline it did nothing yeah. for the story yeah that's the only I thing could I could talk like. on the whole rose thing but <laughs> it we're did, getting off topic it did kind of make me laugh that they just kind of brushed her off <laughs> yeah, in <I> know. <laughs> episode 9 because nobody really liked like that character they learned from like Jar Jar Banks, don't push it. So right. they just kind of brushed her off. Anyway, on right. with the uh, on with the facts and the plans, which I foreshadowed earlier. Ding, the ding, plans ding. for Indiana Jones Adventure actually started in the mid '80s, while Temple of Doom was a hit in the theaters. It's true. You have to think that was only like ten years, though. Yeah. So it wasn't ton of time i now i hear mid 80s and i'm like holy cow that was such a long time ago but when you're thinking of this came out in 80 or 95 Uh it wasn't i almost feel like the reason they started planning this at that time is because they were probably watching the the second one Uh temple of doom and saw the the uh 
mine car, the mine car chase. And they were probably like, ooh. Which is why one of the original plans was a mine train yep. type roller coaster, which ended up in Paris. In Paris. Yeah. So it wasn't a totally foregone no. plan. It just ended up in a different part. And that's just my speculation that they saw that and they're like, that yeah. could be a ride. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> However, I was reading that every single um, plan that they were coming up with did involve the rolling ball from Raiders of yeah, the Lost Ark. I mean, that's like iconic now. There's a lot of stuff in there that's from all the movies, uh-huh. but I just rewatched the whole Indiana Jones series uh-huh. and watching Is that it. Why you posted about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah, oh. <laughs> it was such a good movie <laughs> until the end. Until the end, it's not even the end that bugs me. Like, yeah, aliens, whatever, but the whole <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Swinging from the, the the vines with monkeys was really weird. That to me is weirder than aliens. I just didn't like the alien thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was so weird. Yeah. He gets snatched up in the tree and then starts swinging with the monkeys. Yeah. I guess <laughs> super that is weird. True. But anyway, I felt like watching Temple of Doom. I was like, this is like, this has the feel of the ride to yeah. me. Like. I don't know. And that's one of my favorite Indiana I, Jones movies. I Temple love, of Doom? I love Temple of Doom. See, that's probably, other than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it's probably my least favorite. Really? It's hard for me to rate the first three. The first and the third are a toss-up to me. I love Raiders and I love yeah. Last Crusade. Temple of Doom <laughs> takes a third place slot for me, followed by Kingdom <laughs> of the Crystal Skull. I love Temple of Doom. I don't get why people don't like it. Yeah. It's so good. It's been a long time, long time since I've seen Temple of, the Do- Temple of Doom. Data from the Goonies. That's true. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know if I should talk about this now or on personal thoughts, but while watching the movie, I'll just talk about this in the personal thoughts. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. All right. Oh, it's me. No, yeah, you're up. Uh, when Indiana Jones opened, it had the highest price tag of any attraction to date. It was about six times the cost it took to build the entire park in the mid-50s. I'm guessing about $6 million. Hundred. Six hundred million? No, a oh. hundred million. Oh, it was a hundred million? Yeah. I thought the park, or was it, I don't know. I don't know. I thought the park, thought the was, park a was a million dollars to build, too. But this is straight out of the Disneyland Encyclopedia. I wonder if they're accounting for inflation. It could be. So It could be. That's probably it. Would be my guess. Yeah. But who am I? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> right, nice. Uh, well, I guess you didn't make the Les Mis reference. I did. <laughs> um, so the as, as we talked about last week with the Jungle Cruise, um, it had to be rerouted. And the reason for that is they had to accommodate a three-story structure, some of which is underground, um, and a half-mile queue. That queue is so long. It is a long one. They did a great job in theming it, though. Oh, yeah. Super themed. And I like it because you feel like you're exploring the Uh temple. 
Um, even well, that's the idea is that you're part of this archaeological dig as you're going through the line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. But um, uh, yeah, I love that line. Yeah. And the... I there's a part. Maybe this is I should do this later. But anyway, there's a part in the queue, in the caves, where I always scare mom. Oh, I know. They it's do the same so thing. much fun. And uh, and you she would think by scared. now she'd understand. She'd know it's coming, <laughs> but she never does. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> you would think she'd know. Oh wait, my boys are running off ahead of me, again. <laughs> I wonder what, where they'll be, again. Right. But yes, maybe she does it just to make sure we're entertained. I don't know. That's crazy. Half mile queue. Yeah, I knew it was long. I didn't realize it was quite that long. <laughs> but it does. It does make sense. Yeah. Um, you have to think you're going back. Under yeah. the train track for part of that mm-hmm. as well. So, all right. And then, like we were talking about before, this was a pretty high tech attraction. Yes. Um, and not even the attraction itself, but what Sean's about yes, to talk about, yeah. which is part of it. Uh, but the vehicles were the most complex part of the attraction. Uh, so, each of the 16 Jeeps are controlled by its own computer, causing random bumps fire flashes and other effects to create 160,000 possible ride variations. Um, Who knew that? I didn't know that. The number? That there were 160,000 different possibilities. I've noticed differences. Yeah, oh yeah. When I've ridden the ride. Um, I've noticed, I don't know if this is part of the computer system for each vehicle, but Maybe it's just a, a stall ahead of us, but I've noticed the car stalling for a little longer than other yeah. times. I assume like they do that for the timing, and... but, but yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that's just randomized or if it's because there's an issue ahead. Yeah. They're just trying to... But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. And going, like, the effects and stuff... This is something that's not listed. They used to have the ice that they used to create yep. in the cave area that would look like falling rubble. Um, it jammed up quite often, though, so they had to stop using that. Yeah. But I'm, I am almost wonder if the computers generated that as well, if that fell at different times based on I the computer system. I had read Jeep. that you can still hear the crumbling but you just don't get the ice yeah. coming down. I wish they'd find a way to fix that. We have to have the technology right. somehow to fix that. <laughs> it's not the mid-90s anymore. And I think that, I don't know, stuff like that just adds a touch. Uh, it does. Of awesomeness. Uh-huh. It really adds and to realism. the experience. Yeah. So if it's actually crumbling before your eyes, yeah. like you're like, well, yeah. is this supposed to For sure. be crumbling? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's absolutely crazy to me. Um, and speaking of the jeeps, and speaking of the end with the big, large rolling boulder, the jeeps actually don't go in reverse. They can't. There, it's impossible. The they ride system cannot, will not yeah. allow it. It will. T- it would totally throw everything 
off, which, yeah. I mean, happens a lot. That ride's closed more than it's open, <laughs> it feels like, a lot of time. But the ride system will not allow the vehicle to move in a backwards yeah. fashion. But the illusion is to make you feel like you are moving backwards as that boulder is rolling towards you. Um, what is actually happening is the sidewalls are moving forward. You oh, don't yeah. realize it unless you're on the edge of the car and you look down at the ground. <laughs> and it's not moving. <laughs> and you see your vehicle isn't moving, but that wall sure is. Right. And it's it's genius, I think. It's absolutely the genius. Moving. The car's doing its moving own in place. thing. to, And if you were to be able to watch that ride running from outside the Jeep, you would realize how incredible that ride vehicle oh, yeah. really is. The wheels that are actually touching the track are not the wheels of the no. Jeep that you see. They are always on the ground. They are always on the ground. They are always practically flat yeah they actually i think they are flat other than like going down yeah i know they use this vehicle to i know near the beginning you're going down some stairs Uh and it feels like you're actually driving downstairs Uh but it's literally just your vehicle making those bumps Mm -hmm. while you're going down a an uh, incline so yeah it's cool. absolutely incredible what the top of that Jeep is doing to Did make incline? you decline. Sorry. To make you feel <laughs> like you're actually in some wild Jeep ride. And uh, I was reading some of the stuff on this ride earlier today. I didn't write any of it down. So I got you. Yay. Um, but I was reading and I've never really noticed this. In fact, there were some aspects of the ride I didn't really realize. So um, this one, when you're in the, when you go through the door, well, first I'll talk about that effect. So it used to be that you, there's three doors uh-huh. and you'd go into one of the three yep. doors. Now it's always the middle door. Yeah. It used to be able to rotate so it would actually yeah. change the door. So it would rotate so it looks like. You're going into another door, uh-huh. but it's the whole room that moves. So it looks like you're going into the middle or the right or the left, but you're actually going straight mm-hmm. like you always are. Yep. But now, obviously, they just do projection mapping and you go through the middle. Yep. Projection the mapping has totally changed that, ride. that attraction. <laughs> totally changed that attraction. Oh, yeah. The whole start to that is so much better now. Well... And it gives, I don't know, it gives me chills yeah. going through that because of the effects that mm-hmm. happen, especially when you get the uh, the future, the ability to see into the future is what your treasure is. Uh-huh. Um, but then somebody always looks into the eye. And it's all like starry. Ruins it for everybody. It's really cool looking. Yeah, the starriness and everything is awesome. But one thing I read is when you do that and it's, you see the eye and of course he's like, the gates of doom are your is your path or yeah. whatever. Um, path now leads to the gates of I doom. I didn't know <laughs> that your car was supposed to feel like you were like now hovering towards the gates of doom. Like not in a car anymore, but actually just being forced to the gates of doom. Oh. So I didn't know that. I never paid attention that much to what my vehicle was doing. But now I'm going to, next time I go, I'm going to try and 
remember that. So you're, but you're supposed to be very smooth, kind of going towards the gates of doom until Indy closes it, and then you veer off. And now that you mention it, <laughs> I can see how that's kind of happening. Yeah. Like it's it's always kind of been kind of weird to me how that yeah. sits when you're sitting in front of the right? gates of doom listening to Indy talk. And then all of a sudden you just take off. So yeah. that, may, that does make sense. So it's saying, yeah, you feel like you're being pulled towards the gates of doom and Indy closes it and tells you to turn left. Or yeah. Whatever. You like, had to look, didn't you? <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah. What else was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. And then I never even noticed this. I don't know if you noticed this, but the storyline, they said that there, I was reading that um, there's things in the attraction that make a story that uh, they had found this temple and the press was deeming it the temple of the forbidden eye because of what has been happening. Uh-huh. And um, that the guy, what's her face's dad the main girl from the first movie marion marion's dad you know how dr ravenwood yes he apparently is wanting indy to find some jewel in this temple it's like the jewel of power or something that gives the temple its powers that's what they're looking for but they've run out of money so they're doing these tours to help pay for their excavation really yeah huh (laughs) interesting so Indy's in there while Saul is getting the tours going. Yeah. So. Speaking of, little fun fact that me and Sean found out at Fan X, or maybe he knew this before, but um, while John Reese davies is Sala and shows up in some still shots yep. as Sala, he is not the voice nope. you hear <laughs> as Sala. Um, John Reese davies was actually just at our last Salt Lake Fan X comic convention mm. and um, was asked about his time doing he did the, not do the voice. Uh, Indiana Jones attraction, and he did not do the voice work. In fact, I think it's the D23 panel. They had the Voices of Disneyland panel. So they've got the voice of Disneyland mm-hmm. and his wife is the female voice of Disneyland. Uh-huh. And then they had Corey Burton on the panel, uh, but they had, I can't remember who it is, but he did his John Reese davies Sala impression in that panel. He's amazing, because he sounds, sounds just, just like yeah, Sala. it's crazy. So, yeah, that's a little fun fact. It's Speaking not actually of John Reese davies it's amazing <laughs> how somebody so tall played such a small dwarf in <laughs> no. Lord of the Rings. He's Fun the fact, nicest guy, though. I probably said it on here, but I got tickled by John Reese davies so. I think you, I think you <laughs> did when we were giving a fan weird. recap. But super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get a chance to meet John Reese davies do it. Do it. Um, he he's makes, worth the payment to do so. He makes me feel like, like he is like so smart. <laughs> makes you feel stupid smart smart he makes me feel stupid he makes me feel stupid but uh super nice guy super super Um, nice and at least here in utah he doesn't charge that much to get his autograph and to talk to him and everything and he takes 
time with you. Yeah. Which is really cool. Our parents still talk about the fact that he took so much time with them. He took a lot of time with them. I got to uh, escort them through the line, so I got to experience yeah. we, that. We That's kept how I got waiting tickled. for you guys to uh, show up for Twisted Tunes. I, uh, his line was so long that, like, because he took forever with everybody, yeah, it was hard to get through it quick. Yeah. And then so. John showed up for Twisted Tunes, <laughs> which was even better. Pretty awesome. Uh, memories, experiences, and personal comments for the uh, Indiana Jones attraction. The personal comment I was going to say earlier yeah. when I was watching the uh, the movies. I was watching Temple of Doom, and uh, they're talking about... Uh, going to the temple for the stone or whatever uh-huh. like why are you doing this and indy's like fame and fortune kid fame and fortune right then i'm watching the last crusade and it's the fount of youth essentially uh-huh. right so i'm like is that the three things that you're getting in the temple are the three movies but then i was like ah, visions of the future i don't think is that part of the powers you'd get with the arc I don't, know. I don't think that it was but i'm wondering if that was like the basis for what they were trying to it go could for. have been definitely could have been because fame and fortune kid you know if they would have done like riches. power instead yeah. it would have fallen in line but i was trying to think how they would give you something that would come from the arc in the ride that would be something that everyday people could go in there and get <laughs> and not like rule the world. <laughs> so that's basically what was being offered by the Ark of the Covenant. Right. That was what was power at beyond, stake was yeah. power. So I'd imagine that might include being able power to see the future. to melt off people's faces. Yeah. So I was just That's like my favorite thing of that whole Raiders movie. <laughs> the, the melting of the faces. Uh, I mean it was pretty good. Uh it was good special effects special for effects that day. For, yeah. And it was real effects. Yeah. It wasn't computer. But anyway, I was like Riches, Temple of Doom, Fountain of Youth, Last Crusade. Yeah. Are they trying to do that. That's interesting. I never really thought of that. So anyway. If anybody knows more on that than I do, let me know. But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, personal comments, any memories, experiences, personal comments that you've had or that I you have. I don't know that there's a lot with this attraction. Really? Like, I've got so many. <laughs> I could keep going. I'm just trying to think of personal experiences with the ride. I mean, the last time that I went... Every time I tried to get on it, it broke down it when I got to the exact same place in line. That's annoying. Like three different times, <laughs> I got to the exact same place. I was going up the stairs to go across to go back down the uh-huh. stairs. And halfway up those stairs, all three times, it <laughs> broke down. Yeah, it tends to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I... When I think Indiana Jones and the Temple of Forbidden Eye, I always think back to our Christmas trips. Oh, yeah. 
and riding it with the cousins. That that is probably one of my one of my favorite memories. And pretending we were driving it. Yeah. And really getting into the story. Yeah. Um, I remember so it was thing. even more fun when Jared was finally tall enough to be to able ride to it. ride yeah. said ride because it took a little while. <laughs> Poor Jared. <laughs> we love you though. He can ride anything now. Yes, he He's can. He's a big boy. That's right. well, relatively speaking, <laughs> relative to <laughs> the past, relative to normal people. Not really. Oh, <laughs> but, we have uh, some unfortunate height genes in our family. Our grandparents are not the tallest people on no. the planet. Luckily, we are okay. Yeah, well, there are, and everybody in our family is okay. But <laughs> we we got a good balance of the the Lord's shortness and the herd height. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's a good thing we didn't end up with our dad's legs and our mom's <laughs> upper body. We'd be tiny, like Marlin. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Tammy. Tammy's pretty. I mean, she's short. They're all. I I always feel so. But tall I feel like Marlon's like all... short. Yeah, I always feel tall around all of Dad's <laughs> siblings. So. And then Dave's pretty normal height. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think he got Grandma's legs and Grandpa's torso. However, <laughs> he kind of freaked me out a little bit the last time we were at the park with them because it was. Hotter than blazes out. And he's wearing a and coat. And he's wearing a coat. Mr. Arizona. Yeah, I know. That Arizona heat. But, uh, yeah, riding that with the cousins. Yeah, that Fun that was times. good time. Especially, like, I, I remember the first year we did that, and you and I had arrived a little bit later than everybody yeah. else. And we got there at night, and we went and we rode Jungle Cruise, and Indiana Mansion. Jones, Haunted Mansion. It, it was some good times. Yeah. I remember I actually got scared on the Haunted Mansion. Something popped up and it got me. Yeah. Like I was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> that usually Good doesn't times. happen. But anyway. It was a, it was really fun trips going with the cousins yeah. and everybody for Christmas. So It would be fun to do that again. That's a big one. And to this day, I still like to get the steering wheel seat. Just pretend, yeah. you know. Um, still dodge the darts. Oh, yeah. I do that every time. My kids uh, think I'm nuts, but <laughs> and I, I get mean, into it. It's fun. It's a ride. I don't know if I'm in the car and I'm listening to the soundtrack. Oh, to I the know ride. it's hard to not drive to the music. But then you know exactly where the darts are in that music. Yeah, and you can like. I don't know. I, I driving Sean, down the freeway and everybody sees you like dodging. I think in it was car. Sean Rapier told me that when he listens to that with people in the car, he's Darts doing the little dart thing, like he'll blow darts at whoever's sitting with him. <laughs> nice. I don't. I think that was Sean. I don't know, but anyway, it's hard not to do that. It's just such an iconic ride. It is. Um, and I've been fortunate. I got to experience it in Japan. Who does the Crystal Skull theme? And it's. I actually like it a lot. Um, and I didn't know. This is something else I read. I didn't know that when you're behind the, the face of Mara, where all the skulls and everything are, and there's that spirit thing. I don't know that was the spirit of Mara. I mean, that's probably obvious. I would but I wasn't so. like, hey, that's Mara. I always thought that was kind of like, I don't know. 
I've always assumed it was just associated with Mara. <laughs> but what I've there's two things I like about the one overseas is um, I like that area better. It's got the skull right there, and it just it flashes, and it's almost creepier to me. Uh-huh. The lighting and everything. Um, but in hours with the darts, I I almost hate hours with the darts because. It looks like painted skeletons. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't. I almost wish it were just like statues or something yeah. that shoot darts as you're going by, rather than what looks like yeah. <laughs> painted skeletons. On Is that what they wall. have in Japan? Is they've like got sculptures? Yeah, it's like actual like carvings and stuff that shoot at you. That makes a lot more sense. Which I like. And then they have the fireball thing, which I think is so freaking cool. You just stop, and there's like this, like statue there, and it's kind of unnerving because you're just sitting there. It's quiet, and then all of a sudden it's like, Whoa! and it shoots a fireball at you, and then you dodge it. It's, just, uh, it's that's cool. pretty cool. But anyway, uh, and then Paris has the mine car, mm-hmm. um, yeah. roller coaster type, yeah, attraction, yeah. So, and then Florida has the show. Florida has the show. I think they still have the show. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they do anymore. It could be gone for all I know. I think it's done. I think it was done recently. Like they had their last yeah. hurrah. But... I think you're right. I think I remember hearing that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I can't think of anything else to say. I Any can't either. Personal comments or experiences. I'm over here yawning. But uh, I love the ride. Um, I can say that I know there's crates in there. This is kind of a hidden gems type thing, but there are crates in there. One of them has the number for the arc that's on the bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one says uh, "Send to Club Obi Wan," mm-hmm. which is Temple of Doom. Um, well, it's in Temple of Doom, yeah, not in the actual Temple of Doom. Yeah, if that makes sense. It's the club at the beginning of Temple yeah. of Doom. Um. And then the Mercedes-Benz Jeep type thing oh, is actual movie yep. from Raiders. Um, and I think it's got the golf ball on it that helped the stunt drivers. Uh-huh. Anyway, Nowhere to pretty go. cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Yep. So, that's all I've got. And we're over time. We tend to go over time on these episodes, it seems like. Because there's so much yeah. fun stuff to talk Even about. Even when we only talked about one attraction. Just wait until we hit Pirates and Haunted Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Which might be coming up very soon. Very soon. Uh, but yeah, unless you have more to say. Nope. That is it for this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Again, if you haven't, please share and review. Not share. Well, please share. But subscribe and review this podcast i know you can do that at least on one platform but you might be able to do it on these other platforms as well that would be apple podcast soundcloud stitcher player fm tune in and google play remember to go to our uh, social medias we are on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and then we do want to thank bryce garner for the theme check him out he does music under the name of delta theory on most music streaming platforms And that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, 
to hear the new word on the main street. Bye. Goodbye. Slow down. You're not racing yet.